Did you hit record? I hit record now. Okay then, uh, welcome everyone to episode 20 freaking one of I Understood That Reference. <laughs> I actually clapped my hands at the same time, that was quite odd. Uh, Rob, how are you buddy? How have you been? I've been doing well. I well rested a couple of quiet weekends lately. Unlike yourself, um, the man from Ham is back, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. The bloody Hamburg Henrietta. He's he's he was tearing it up, and he was. Uh, <laughs> let me let, let's put it this way: um, Hamburg stripped him down to. Uh, no, that's going to sound terrible because everyone's <laughs> going to think the opposite of what happened now. <laughs> It's like after your placid, nice time over in Japan and you were seeing the sights and going to some you know Irish rugby Indeed. games. Well, not Irish, but rugby games and stuff. Yeah. I had a very, very different experience in Hamburg. <laughs> well, to summarize it, you said to me that you found out there was a beer festival. You arrived at 11 in the morning and you left at 11 at night. So I think people can take what they want from your trip. Sounds like you had a good time, though. We did. And we got talking to one of the Irish brewers from McGargles. Um, actually, wasn't, but McGargles were there. We got talking to another Irish brewer, and obviously, he's used to being around non-Irish people. So he's very much. Uh, when he left, he said, uh, "Stay sexy, guys." And we got oh, stopped him. And we're like, "What? What did you say?" <laughs> got a little bit weird. My friend did also li- said to him when he sat down, "Oh, Ross doesn't like your beer, by the way." It was tremendously awkward. <laughs> <laughs> After charming the guy for ages. Just to just to just to make just to make sure you set the scene and that he didn't get he didn't get too confident. I was about to say that just to bring him down to our level. Oh, by the way, Ross hated your beer. <laughs> yeah, but stay sexy though. Yeah, but stay sexy, folks. Uh, yeah, uh, it's fun though. It's fun. Ah, uh, good. Well, I'm glad you had a good time and you made yeah. it back. And I Super. picked up a few few German words, you know, like play the mummy. Oh, oh, I don't know why I said that. It's the, the, every one of them has literally fallen from my head. I actually can't remember. That's so weird. So let's move on. Uh, how are you, Rob? <laughs> any any other crack? <laughs> Jesus. So I know a few different words. Name one. Yeah, no, I don't have any. Anyway. Continue. It's bad I'm drawing the most tremendous blank in the world. I'm <laughs> deadly serious. <laughs> oh, that's okay. But um, listen, enough scallywagon about the place. Um, should we dive into the into the good stuff? The, the, the stuff that I assume people come for, or at yeah. least the, the stuff that I think that people should come for. So you mean they don't come to hear me forget German words? <laughs> well, <laughs> that's just a bonus. That's the bonus, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, right, okay, so I guess we shall cover off the Ross fact, Rob fact, from last week. Do you want to do a little intro bit, Rob? Sure. Here it is. Rob fact, Ross fact, Rob fact, Ross fact, Rob fact, Ross fact, Rob fact, Ross fact, Ross fact, How is that? I hope you do for the whole hour and it's like, that's our episode. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> come back next week, guys. You might be able to loop that in actually pretty effectively. For an hour, all I intend to. <laughs> Just for yourself, though. Oh, well, well, over all this. I mean, we could talk for another hour and record it and then never use it in the vaults. <laughs> Perfect. But yeah, um, do you want to start off with your Ross fact? Yes. So my Ross fact last week was false. <gasps> Amazing. Every word of what you just said was wrong. Oh, God. Yet again. Oh. So, uh, mine was that in Terminator, Arnold Schwarzenegger's famous line, I'll be back, was actually originally scripted as, I'll return. Now, it's not true, as I said, but it was originally scripted as, I'll come back. So, oh, it's yeah. almost uh, it's almost true. 
Oh, you pulled the you pulled the wool over their beady red eyes. Those sneaky Terminators thought they yeah. had you. Sneaky uh, Terminator bastards. Thought they were snaking about the place. The Terminator snake. The snakeinator. The, 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 Rob, that means your absolutely batshit crazy fact is actually <laughs> no, true. Yeah, so my own last week was uh, the snow used in the Wizard of Oz is uh, made from asbestos, which is true. Insane. Look, asbestos is snow joke. Oh, Christ on a bag. Yeah, I mean, look, it was the most obvious one. It's, it wasn't the best us, but, you know. <laughs> Did you have this, this, this please prepared? Because I don't have any puns. Come on. These, these write themselves. <laughs> That's okay. Okay, great. But um, how did the poll do? The poll? And I'm not referring well, to that trip in Hamburg. I'm, I'm talking about... I'm talking oh, about... good God. Seriously, I, oh, I feel like I need to explain a story later on. Anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> let's just say that people 100%, well, not 100%, but like 70-something percent knew that yours was correct. Really? So obviously, my uh, Terminator line didn't fool anybody. Ah. Uh, so I don't know if we're getting better or if we're getting easier or just our uh, our listeners are getting smarter savvier. and know what the deal uh, is a lot I better. Or going to have to be extra crafty. Extra crafty. And oh, boy, don't we worry. Got some, we've got some doozies coming. Oh, oh, we are crafty, all right? Very crafty ones. All right, Ross, what do we got next? So next, of course, is our world-famous <laughs> Great Reference Game. And we're careening to episode 25 and our forfeit, whatever that will be, because we still have to decide. But Rob, this time, I'm up on the chopping block. You are asking the questions. You are asking the reference. And we're going to see if I can get it. Boy, yeah, we will see. So I think this is a good one. And I think it is going to be a good one whether you get it or not. But here we go. The reference today is that there's some great in this world and it's worth fighting for there's some great in this world oh some good in this world that's what i meant to say that oh, oh, sounds like you know the quote you already picked up on a, on a typo there's some good in this world and it's worth fighting for all right yes. i'll keep that in mind although now all i'm going to hear is there's some greats in this world and they're <laughs> worth fighting for well but, uh, listen whether there's a quote or not it's 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 true it's <laughs> whether it could it's be a, a life, quote or not it's it's <laughs> It's a life lesson. <laughs> well, that's the end of that segment. Let's fire Excellent. away. And let's fire away. Let's jump in. This is probably going to be pretty much a news episode. There is so much to cover. There's and a so few things that I want to deep dive into, which I assume you do too, Rob. Uh-oh. So let's go and jump straight in. And you can jump us off the bat. That was an awful way to say that. Jump us off the bat. Not a bad category, though, to start with. Because related to the Batman is, of oh. course, the Joker. And let's just talk about one little thing. They crossed a billion dollars. The Joker movie did with Joaquin. Crossed a billion. It's the third highest grossing DC film ever. More than The Dark Knight. More than Justice League. More than Batman Begins. Isn't that mad? So what, what are the ones ahead of it? <laughs> well, this is the crazy part. The Aquaman. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and The Dark Knight Rises. Okay, so The Dark Knight Rises is still ahead. That is... Quite interesting. Well, sorry, I, I did that. I did that in a weird order. The, the top three are Aquaman Rises, then Joker. <laughs> Aquaman Rises is that the sequel? Yeah, Aquaman Rises. <laughs> fish out of water. That's what it's called. A fish and Aquaman Rises. Fish out of water. <laughs> okay, Aquaman uh, Rises sounds like the porn parody. Let's be honest. But yeah, look, that is great news. Go to Joker. Well done. Over a billion. That's good news. I guess so. I mean, it's just money, and it's not for us. But it's it's most certainly least, not for us. At least somebody's getting it. <laughs> yeah. But um, that's definitely a surprise because 
regardless of whether I, you know, this was um, critically so well acclaimed, and I think it was probably a little bit divisive at times. You know, people who've liked it have really liked it, which probably has helped us. A lot of people are, are very lukewarm about it. I think, though, still what has carried it that, that distance is because it's technically in the Batman canon. That has to be the reason. Oh, completely. I, that's this definitely helped us. But you are right. You can see now that the initial everyone loves it is definitely waning a little bit. And oh, the yeah, backlash yeah. is slowly starting to happen now where a few people are less afraid to come out and say maybe that they don't enjoy it as much as everybody else did. Yeah, which is fine. I mean, it was always going to be a bit divisive, I'd say, going by the... the, the, the there was an initial kind of general shock and then... There was just then there was just bumper weekends of people going to see it, so I guess everyone thought maybe it must be amazing as everybody if everybody's going to go see it. But um, that dust has now settled, so I guess we, we, it's well, it, nobody's really left to kind of kind of critique it at this point. It's 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 well on its way out, but I, like it, it had the legs by Jesus did it, and it might even there's still a slight chance it could pip Dark Knight Rises because it's about sixty million shy of that I think. So that's not unheard of. To and keep, considering you know, that Rises was the third in a trilogy. And this isn't. Not only that, but the Dark Knight Rises was the was the sequel to the Dark Knight, yes. which is so, you know, popular and so famous, and like that was that was groundbreaking. So I don't know. Cinema goers are weird these days. They'll just come out for something in droves, and like it, there's no rhyme or reason to it. Sometimes it's hard to predict. It must be a nightmare. It must be a nightmare because I th- I think there is a weird thing happening in cinema at the moment where it seems to be more on the extremes where things do absolutely horrifically badly or they do tremendously, superbly well. There mm. doesn't seem to be as much of those films that just kind of tread water in the middle ground anymore. There's very little middle ground. Other. Not only that, but there's very little medium budget films now because those ones just are, are, are the most, they're weirdly the most financially risky. The massive big bluster ones are the ones you know are going to at least break even. They're going to convert for the most part. The only ones that maybe didn't pull it off this year are the likes of, say, Dark Phoenix. But by comparison, the vast majority of all those other big budget ones, and we're, we're talking 150 million plus in terms of budget, they've all made the money back in spades. And then by comparison, you've seen a real rise in some very successful indie movies, um, and particularly horror. The horror genre is doing really well these days, where like, the they only spend gen- yeah, five to ten million on a movie, and it makes like two or three hundred million. They're still the most lucrative, as it turns out. Even like, it, chapter two, such- did, did tremendously well. Oh yeah, like and I think they maybe spent thirty or forty million on that. It made half a billion. Like that's insane. The first one made seven hundred million, by the way. Just to put things like the two horror movies about a clown. Yeah, um, it's interesting. And then by comparison, the one of the movies I've really enjoyed, one of the most refreshing movies for me this year at Astra struggled cost 90 million so right in that kind of medium budget bracket it only made about 120 back Blech. that's probably not going to cut it for those guys even though it, it's got far more polish than most movies that came out these year, this year but look, look even even I had my criticism of that film it was a tremendously polished film there wasn't oh, yeah. a whole lot of advertisement there wasn't a whole lot of uh, backing behind it so maybe there wasn't a huge market and budget so I'd say for a film like that that's completely standalone I'd say they're kind of okay with that. I mean, obviously, they would have preferred more, but I don't think that's going to really make or break any studios, you know what I mean? No, 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 no. And I could, it's good to get, kind of get those ones out there. I think it probably, maybe, maybe it just, I'd say it probably made a little bit of a loss, but nothing extraordinary. Like, I still there were some other ones that were more damning. But, um, I mean, just also quickly to mention, which is just hilarious, is how, just to kind of remind ourselves of how there are other markets out there that people try and capitalize. The Chinese market, a movie crept into, like, the top 20 just out of nowhere the other day, and I was like, what's going on here? 
Um, and it's called The Captain. Have you heard of this? The Captain? The Captain. I have not heard of this. Yeah, you shouldn't have heard of it. Because it's a Chinese movie about a, an aircraft pilot who... Um, let me let me, let me me read you the description. Let's see what you think of this film. Go for it. <clears throat> this is The Captain, Ross. When the windshield of his commercial airplane shatters at 30,000 feet in the air... A pilot and his flight crew work to ensure the safety of the passengers and land the plane. Excited? And that is that at all, or is there more coming? That's that's the description. That's the whole thing. That movie has already made four hundred million. That got into the top twenty. <laughs> yeah, it did. <laughs> Jesus Christ on a bike! <laughs> the wow. <laughs> okay, I mean. Look, All right. man, that is that is a powerful market. Apparently, it's based on a true story, actually, of a, a, a plane that did have a damaged windscreen. But obviously, they have China dramatized that up to the bloody max. Oh, trust me, when I, I mean, it is the market. If you look at any film, really, nowadays, there's usually a piece of Chinese advertising in it or something. I mean, even remember Iron Man 3 had a whole bloody 10-minute section that wasn't released in the West and was yeah. only released in China. And then they'll do things like, you know, Avengers 2 uh, had a lot of stuff set in Korea to, like, appeal, like, to get more of the, like, that Asian market. Like, that was another, that would, they felt that was an untapped market that people hadn't really, they hadn't got a, a good grapple of. So they used, they, like, they'll put their films in locations to get these big audiences in, which is savvy, to be honest, if you're going to spend hundreds of millions. Oh, and of course, you go, you follow the, you follow the market. If the market's there, go after it, you know what I mean? Well, I mean, if you're going to spend 200 million on a film, that probably, that probably does make sense. Although, do, have do you... Do a little bit of market research. Have you seen the uh, Top Gun? Just to just to slightly go away for this for a second. Have you seen the Top Gun Two controversy? Oh no! I mean, I say controversy. It's not hugely controversial, but in the original Top Gun on on Tom Cruise's jacket, one of the insignias he had, there was some kind of I think it's anti Chinese or anti communist or something like that. But anyway, it's it's removed from Top Gun Two his jacket, so it's it's not an exact replica because there is slight changes because it is financed in part by a Chinese studio, as far as more. Oh, and um, maybe he, the character, just took off the badge. I mean, that that could also be a, another explanation. Yeah, but that's that's not gonna, that's not gonna. The problem is here now. You've got two extremes. You've got a PC brigade, and then people are gonna be like, "That's fucking stupid. Leave the jacket the same as it is." And you know, uh, who gives a shit? I the think, PC the brigade here, of course, being the pro-China brigade, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, very well done. I was happy with that one, to be honest. I, you should be. I think. I think we should just hang up. I think we're done. We're done. Well, I'm gonna loop you back. Back to the loop of you just saying Ross fact, Ross fact for another hour. There's <laughs> 45 minutes. Um, we don't have done on the box that was much longer, but I do want to kind of sort of draw away from the DC side of things because you know we were chatting about it earlier. You probably saw this. Um, after you know, literally years of teasing, Dwayne Johnson has announced that um, Black Adam will arrive in December 2021. 2021, yes. What do you make of that, comic but, book man? Um, I See, I, I, my DC knowledge is almost non-existent in some parts. But oh, dear. I, I, would I asked you the just, wrong question. <laughs> yeah. But look, I would have just linked Black Adam with Shazam, and I originally thought he was supposed to be in Shazam. I thought, In fact, I thought he was Shazam's nemesis, and maybe that is the case, and maybe they're going to build him up to be Shazam's enemy in a future film. He is a he is a Shazam enemy. That's that's his whole shtick. Oh look look at that then. I know more about comics than even I realized. <laughs> you do. <laughs> but I, I definitely thought he was originally planned to be in Shazam. Now did you mm. see Shazam after? I did. Did you did you enjoy it? 
No. Yeah, me neither. I, I thought I thought the entire movie was trying. It was being carried by Zachary Levi, and he was goodness. But God, I thought the ending was. Aw- I know it was supposed to be sort of family getting together and beating the villain. But God, it was awful hokey. Jesus, Ross, it was awful hokey. It was wow. awful hokey. Also, I can't remember who the villain was. Uh, Mark Strong. Was it Mark Strong? Of course, it was Mark Strong. <laughs> what did we even ask him? For? I don't know. <laughs> and he was—he was just Jeremy Evil in it. There was no real. Didn't really explain how he got there. He blatantly killed his kills his dad in a shocking fashion at, at one point. Oh yes, at the yes. Just because his dad was mean when he was a kid. Um, God Almighty! Yeah. I was just going to say, there were some fun parts in it, and actually, as it started, as he was learning his powers, I thought there were some really fun bits there. Like, I didn't hate it, but just, I by the time the movie had finished, I was left kind of like, ah, that really didn't really do it for me. That was kind and of the, the impression I was left with. Yeah, and also, that's very much the, by the numbers, kick-ass did it, into the Spider-Verse did it. It's like, yeah, we've seen that, you know? It's not, there's nothing new about you man trying to learn his powers and different things happen, and it's, funny yeah. things occur when he tries to learn. Like, there's nothing, even Iron Man did it, you know? So there's nothing particularly groundbreaking or original. Yeah, it's, it's not novel. I mean, they, they did, I mean, they tried to have fun, of, fun with it because I guess, you know, he's still acting like a kid while trying to learn his powers. But, um, yeah, we don't need to dwell on it. But also, it, not having Henry Cavill at the end as Superman and just showing the Superman mark is, is awful. Oh, God, you're, you're touching on the interesting stuff here. Have you heard what he just said recently? I have not, but I have heard the whole... Okay, okay, you go your, you, you do yours first. Just speaking mind. of Henry Cavill, he claims that he's uh, still Superman in the... DC extended um, unified uh, countrymen uh, uh, ensemble. I mean, is that still going? Is that is that still a thing? According to poor Henry, I don't think anyone's told him what's oh. actually happened. He probably thinks The Witcher is in the DCU extended universe, to be fair. Yeah, it's like, yeah, Superman from the past. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's yeah, Superman yeah, yeah. when he lets his hair grow for a while. Yeah, yeah. It just gets a bit old. No, he's, he's, he said, um, as far as he, he's aware, he's he's not like his contract technically hadn't run out, and also you know that the, there's still kind of murmurs of you know uh, a Man of Steel two still kind of floating around the place. So he's using that as his basis to claim that you know he's not out of it yet. How would you even go about doing Man of Steel two, given all the films that have happened in the interim? How would you even? <laughs> Here, I've got it. I've cracked it. Here's the vision. So he's a private eye. He's got a great big bushy mustache. He, uh, <laughs> it's set, it's set in the 1930s. It's in black and white. And one day he 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 busts in the door, uh, of this of this um, uh, this newspaper, and he sees Lois Lane, and he just goes, "God damn, I just saw trouble, trouble with a great pair of legs." You know that kind of that kind of tone, that kind Where of mix. Where on earth did that come from? <laughs> <laughs> like, did. Did you have that planned, or was that just a, no? I just, just thought I, I was I was Detective Pikachuing it. I was just letting the juices flow. Um, how does that sound as a premise? Uh, uh, look, I, I like it. We, we got a company name for it now. A man of I don't know. It's come something to do with steel, or man of the steel mill, or something like that. You know? <laughs> used to work in the steel mills back then, didn't they? <laughs> Probably. I don't. I mean, what's it called? A steel mill? I'm not even sure. But um, they need to embrace the tash. That's what I think. They do need to embrace the tash. I really thought you were going to say he has. he's a man with a great big bushy moustache. He works for a secret agency alongside Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible 6. <laughs> I was like, I like where this is going. We could do that too. It turns out Mission Impossible, whatever, was actually just Man of Steel 2. Oh, God. Well, if that's a, that's a good sequel to your Man of Steel movie. 
But, okay, so now that we're in the same topic area and you mm. said Henry Cavill was talking about his role as Superman, have mm-hmm. you heard all the, uh, everybody's talking about the old release the Snyder Cut of the Justice League? Yeah, I think, bloody, see, I think, yeah, I think, sorry, continue. So bloody Ben Affleck and Gal Gadot and all now, they've all tweeted, release the Snyder Cut, release the Snyder Cut, and all the fans are getting behind him and everyone's oh, all in, a, in a tizzy. Oh, this, oh. Are they going to release it? Are they going to do it? Release the Snyder Cut, oh, you, God. you bastards. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, there's nothing worse, to be honest. I, I can imagine they're not being released. I mean, it's a piece like the film's shit. All, all Zack Snyder's <laughs> films are shit. Come on, what do you want, people? Why, why, you, why are you doing this to yourselves? It's very bad. It's a bad movie. It's a, it's a bad movie, exactly. <laughs> I didn't like it, which is very disappointing because, like, oh god, you, could, you knew that when that one was coming, it was going to be bad. But yeah, it's, I, I just, I just seen whispers of that just as I was doing a little bit of notes. So even I was like, what's this stuff about Zack? Snyder cut. Who cares? First of all, it's like they're, it's like he's still looking for vindication. It's like he's texting his Justice League buddies. He's like, guys, could you please, uh, could you please say that you bought my director's cut? Because I'm still working on it here. And I've, <laughs> I've, uh, I've been really working hard this time. I think I've, remember, I think remember it's a the good fun one. we had on set, guys. And no, no, I don't. I remember Batman vs. Gal's like, Gal's like, you slapped Ben. He thought you were horrible. <laughs> Did he actually slap Ben? No, I don't, th- I don't think they clashed, but I think I, I got the impression that <laughs> Ben Affleck was famously uninterested in the role, even while he was acting it on set. <laughs> that was visible to the rest of the crew and the entire audience that saw it then, six months later. But I mean, even the bloody Batman vs. Superman on cut edition, like, come on, lads. It's like three and a half hours long, longer than the original, and that was already two and a half hours long, so. Oh, God. Yeah, I'm not watching that. I've never, got, I've never watched Justice League again. I, it was so bad. I couldn't, I can't do it. You haven't seen it yet? No, I watched it once. Ah, okay, I remember, okay. And I never returned to it. Oh, well, I would um, never. I don't understand why anybody would ever watch that film again. <laughs> but listen, just to quickly dwell on Black Adam. The rock's in it. It's weird. It's probably going to be dark. How does that fit with Shazam and his hokiness? Well, come on. The rock is in it. It's not going to be that dark. Ah, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. No, All right. You win. Well, that was easy. That's the end of my questioning. Let's yeah. go. Let's move on. No, but seriously, it's, it's, if The Rock is in it, it's going to be a popcorny action flick. He's going to be bad, maybe for the first 20 minutes or the first hour of the film. He's going to turn good. He might fight Shazam for a bit, then they'll team up. They're not going to make The Rock a bad guy. Ah, oh, that's annoying. Yeah, unless they're going to bring him back the old CG Scorpion from The Scorpion King. Everyone oh, loved I'd, that, right? Oh, I'd love that. Uh, that'd be great. Just you a and nobody scorpion. else. Just, <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be hilarious. The, the Mummy 5. Okay, cool. H- here, listen. We got it. We got it. While we're while we're while we're dwelling in controversy, the first was the Snyder cut, but now we got to talk about the uh, the James Dean cut. Oh God! Oh, <laughs> we have to talk about this. This is the CG elephant in the room. We have to we have to address this one. The CG elephant in the room. <laughs> so just to give people some context for anyone who hasn't heard this uh, at this point, so there's, there's there's a it's a Vietnam War movie. It's being oh. made by by some. Unknown director, really, for for the most part. Um, maybe the purists would argue he's done some good stuff. I don't know who this guy is. He was trying to find a, 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 a an actor of of vintage of class, you know, with gravitas that he could use to portray this uh, Vietnam vet um, in a, in a meaningful way. He said he searched high and low for uh, of all the alive people that, <laughs> that are, that are out there. All the all the alive people. Six foot under, he looks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and sure enough, he's decided that the best casting for his film 
is the one and only James Dean, who, as Ross has uh, alluded to, he's dead, uh, but they're going to bring him back in full CG for the film, in a lead role. What do we think? It is absolutely ludicrous. Like, (laughs) everything about it, I, I despise everything about this news. I mean, I hated the old bringing back of Peter Cushing in, in Rogue One or whatever. And this is just, I mean, come on guys. It's, it's, you're missing the art completely. You're taking any sort of personality out of acting, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think the Peter Cushing thing was interesting. Cause that sounded to me is like, uh, ILM were like, Oh, we want to do this proof concept thing, but we need like a big stage to see if we can do it. Let's just use Rogue One as the testing ground. He's not a major character. We just want to see if we can do it. Um, but we need the funding of a major mega blockbuster to like develop this stuff. So that's how they did it. This is just nonsense. And don't forget, Rob, you kind of touched on this before with that uh, Will Smith film, whatever it's called, when he fights himself. You know, that the Gemini fight. Man. The Gemini Man. You know what I mean? And you're like, it was like somebody was testing it. And then this this crops up. And you're like, there it is. That's the test, you know? So here's here's a question I'm wondering. is So this unheard of movie by this unheard of director... Um, is trying to get his Vietnam movie off the ground. Is this just him trying to create false buzz? And he'll just be like, oh yeah, that was a bad idea. Um, we, no, we won't do this, but come see my movie anyway. It's going to be great. Nah, 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 nah. This is, this is them going to mine every single asset that they possibly have in their back catalogue to try and get people to come back to the cinema. That's what this is. No, but my point is, did like I, I'm, I'm, on, I'm starting to think that maybe they have no intention of ever doing the James Dean thing and, and, and never did. This is just to generate buzz around a movie that nobody had heard of. Um, it's it's such a weird, I don't know, it's such a weird thing. And to even bring his family into it and say they're okay with it, it seems a little too... <laughs> his family, two cousins. Who, well, you know what I mean? Like, but, <laughs> who, like, how well do they know him? Like, and also, it's like, back in the day, James Dean was like, well, listen, when they invent computer-generated imagery, I want you to cast me in Everton. Oh, wow, I didn't realise James Dean was Irish. <laughs> yeah, he's James Dean. I, I, I guess. Dean Grange. Um, like I could just think of that thing though. When you go to, he looks, he starts high and low for actors for his new film, you know. And you're there, like I don't know, Harry Styles. Say he was in Dunkirk. He's like, I'll go do a role like that again. And he's there in the waiting room of uh, of the acting studio, you know. And it's like, all right, all right, Harry, it's come down to two two people, just two people left. And he's like, excellent. So it's you. And I'd like you to meet the competition. This is the uh, CGI recreation of uh, James Dean. And he <laughs> like, just holds up, and all he does, he just holds up a pole with a tennis ball on top of it. And like, this is what you're acting against. Yeah, this, this, is, this is your competition, all right? Now, now I just want to ask this question. Um, do you need to eat or sleep? Yes. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry, man. James Dean, he, oh. just, he just got ahead of you there. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. Like, it's so stupid. I honestly know. think he's, they're just being sneaky here. I hope so, in a way. It sounds awful, but I hope so. Because the the, the future, the precedent this sets is awful. But can I quote uh, our man, Chris Evans, about what he said? Oh, please do. So Chris Evans tweeted in response to this. I'm sure he'd be thrilled. This is awful. Maybe we can get a computer to paint us a new Picasso or write a couple new John Lennon tunes. The complete lack of understanding here is shameful. Roll credits? Listen, all credits. He's right, and like I guess the whole point is you've got all these actors, these aspiring actors, just looking for their break, and this fecker goes off and's like, "I'm just gonna, I'm not, I'm just not bothered casting a real person. I'm just gonna James Dean it up, just use a computer." Not even bothered to cast a real person. <laughs> but like, even his excuse is so fake. Oh, we searched high and low, we couldn't find anybody. Mm, yeah, but people, people have famously pointed out that James Dean was never even alive during Vietnam War, so. 
or wouldn't have been certainly wouldn't have been fighting in it. So like he was, it's not like he has any. It's not like even the like it doesn't make any sense. I'm just like, oh well, he has the first of all. I guess their logic is like, oh well, you know, he has the he 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 knows what it would be like. But first of all, he wasn't in it. Second of all, it's a computer, so it's not like it has its life his life experience to bring to the table here. Why James Dean? Like (laughs) I don't understand. Like why are I mean of all. Of all the films, the I just don't, I don't get it. I saw it, and I thought it was a joke at first, and then the way they talked about the dead man, about our client, or where we have a lot of clients, and you're like, you mean, you mean, you have the likenesses of a lot of dead people, is what you mean by that? Yeah, they probably have a cat. I mean, I, I apparently, like you know, a lot of actors now are like completely get themselves, you know, modeled in three D, and put into a system, and they then buy their own likeness. And so they can just ship it and box it off for like fill-ins and stuff as they need to. Um, well, that's absolutely terrifying. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Uh, right, that's all Rob. experimental, like so. It's not. It's not. In, it's not. You know, on on mass, but yeah, you know, it'll get there. It will get there. That's the problem. It fucking will get there. Pretty goddamn yeah. quickly if this is the case. That's <laughs> James Dean. I just don't. I don't understand that. Anyway, look. Um, I really want to talk about this because I've been like bottling this in for quite a while. Oh, um, I bet you. Rob, have you seen? The new Sonic the Hedgehog trailer. <gasps> I have indeed. I am living my best life on Earth. What? Ow! Let the plate Sonic! Let the pitcher's mount also Sonic! So, this is just it? the best thing for me. Like, look, we, everything we talked about this film is true and still holds. The film still doesn't look amazing, but... Nope. Big you gotta admit, like, hats off to them for actually taking on board the feedback. Thirty-five million it cost them to to re CGI all the scenes. You gotta be admit, like, especially in today, like we're saying with the box office figures going the way they are, that is cool. Oh, it's great, and like, it's funny now they were left with no choice. To be fair, people <laughs> really hated it. People really hated it. Oh, so like, really it was so it. bad they were like, look, we nobody's gonna see it as it is. So we have to double down here and reinvest to at least hope we get pe- you know people in to see it um, in a form that they would like. And I think it looks like the the general chatter and natter. People have been very po- positive for the most part. First of all, they're like, well, at least it looks like Sonic, so that's a good start. Um, and, you know, they've really made it far more cartoonish. They've made him more of the character that he was in the first place. You know, bigger eyes more cartoony features he doesn't have weird furry hands he has the gloves he's always had that kind of stuff like decisions that you would have thought were so obvious when they were originally making it but that they somehow decided for things to <laughs> cast aside yeah yeah like no one wants to see sonic looking like this i'm pretty <laughs> sure they do boss <laughs> you've probably i'd say at length that you've gone through a lot of the side by sides just to see i i'd forgotten how bad he looked and um it is a huge improvement i have to say it, it is a huge improvement, and even they obviously doubled down and went, look, we need to win back support here. So the new trailer has like a remixed version of uh, Green Hill's own music, kind of jazzed up. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it actually has the Green Hill's own in it with and the, the old orange and brown patterns on the ground and everything. So they're really looked, are, like... That looked cool, actually, I have to say that. that, that um, I'd say that's, that effects work wasn't ready anyway. Um, a lot of that stuff because that was you know that's a full CG kind of situation like when you think about what we saw it was probably so made a very good point actually in terms of you know you think about kind of the effort they've gone to to you know or kind of the logic is how much have they scrapped already in terms of CG but so the movie was due to be released 
I think now. Am I right in saying? Around by now, no- anyway, yeah. By November. <clears throat> but the, the effects work always, you know, it's the latter portion of, uh, you know, uh, production and post-production so especially in a film like that so i've seen some videos by people who do special effects and they were kind of saying you know it's great that they did this but what's actually interesting is that people were concerned that even with the extension in the release date that it would put you know all the the vfx artists under a lot of pressure to get this done but actually when you think about when the trailer was released first which is in june or july versus when it was supposed to release that was already five months ago most of the effects that were using that trailer were probably most of the only finished effects they had done anyway. So it, it was more that they had to just start remodeling for the new CG they the were new, add in. Yeah, it wasn't like a whole complete rehaul. Listen, they still had to scrap a lot, but I probably I basically it it they, they aren't you know working with them like slavers. Essentially, is what I'm saying. So, they, <laughs> This is, you know, it's it's not all doom and gloom for those VFX guys, I think. I mean, we can hope <laughs> that they're not... Now, listen, not listen, I'm, I'm not there doing it, so I really... I, this is pure speculation. <laughs> but it's what, like, but, what I like about it, and maybe what made it easier for them, was that the, the cartoony look that he has now is probably less work-intensive than the model they had beforehand, in a way. So it's probably actually helped them to get through a lot more, you know what I mean? They probably were able to film more scenes maybe or more CGI effects because there's less detail in his mannerisms and his movement and his body Like because he looks more CG cartoony because that's kind of what Sonic would look like. Yeah, I mean, it's always and it's always going to look jarring because he's so cartoony in obviously the real world. That's always going to look weird. But I, it's still right to just double down on what he originally looks like rather than trying to make him fit sort of because like, he was never even photo real anyway. Yeah, he was exactly. he was on this weird bridge between the real one and then like a real life version and the original kind of cartoony version. That's what they started with. So scaling it back, like it's it's always it's always this is still gonna be tacky as hell. Oh, film. as hell, yeah, as all hell, like <laughs> um, green hell zone. They call it. I think that's that's what green the review will be. Nice, I like that. But um, you must be thrilled. Again, the guys, the directors and the guys working on it, judging by the Twitter and all that, they definitely seem to have their heart in the right place. Now, the the backlash has already begun Great. on the positivity because it is course. the internet. Of course. It lasted a whole two days. <laughs> all but things look, in balance. We'll take it while we have it. Oh, sure. I'm delighted. And I love Sonic. You know I love Sonic. So I'm You happy do love with Sonic. It. I mean, I had it. That was one of the first games I ever had was on Windows 95 was a Sonic game. So I do have a, like your fond memories of playing that impossible game. Oh my god! It was literally the first game we ever had was on the Mega Drive was Sonic Two, and we got Sonic One as well. But Sonic Two was the first one we played. It's it's great, but what's interesting is like now even I'm more intrigued to go see it in cinema. So I think I'm like the general punter who had no intention of going to see it, and now because of this sort of whole debacle, I'm now kind of like maybe I will go see that silly Sonic movie. That silly sausage. It's going to work in their favour. I really do think I, it's going to help I, them. I think it's going to do well, yeah. Well, relatively speaking. Well, yeah, yeah, not well. Not well, but well, weller. <laughs> yeah, weller, much weller. <laughs> right, Rob, what else you got for us? Ant-Man 3, that's coming. I heard nothing about this. Yeah, that's all. It's been announced. They're doing an Ant-Man 3, which always surprises me that Ant-Man is one of the guys that's going to get to the trilogy before some of the other superheroes yeah but i mean before black widow even as our first film so i mean fucking hawkeye was re- reduced to a tv show let alone a movie and ant man's got three <laughs> jesus christ i mean to be fair and and he stole bloody endgame as well to be fair it is paul rudd though so you gotta you gotta give him that oh he's just a delight he's just I mean, an enjoyable character isn't he yeah i've heard a good commentary though about him like you know he's he 
he elevates the ensemble movies, right? The the Avengers ones and the Captain America one that he was in. But is you know, is there enough in Ant Man by himself to really justify these standalone movies? People, I think, don't find them as interesting. By I mean, themselves. no, there's not. Is the answer to that question? Yeah, Ant Man well, two thank, was thank... very bad. <laughs> I mean, they're they're like two of the lowest grossing of the Marvel movies, and that's significant, particularly for the second movie because that was like pre Endgame when people were going to see. Every MCU movie, no matter what it was, there was yeah, yeah, no matter throw what shit happened. at the wall, and people were going to go watch those. Um, uh, where do you think they're going to go? Obviously, there's an angle here to like use the bloody Phantom Zone or whatever it's called to to help him out and help out the other guys. There, it's it's because of the tech he has that they're using probably as a story point here again. I'd say the problem, I guess, is is that if you're to classify all of Ant Man's appearances, his best films are Civil War and Endgame. They're not even his own films. Like, I don't yeah. really care about his standalone story at all, which is a shame. But look, I guess they can bring his daughter in. He can probably teach her to be Goliath when she becomes in the... in the. Is it is it Goliath? Anyway, she becomes in... Or Stature. That's, there you go. She becomes Stature in the comics. So it might have something to do with that. Because now she's she older do? after the few years that happened in between the films. Oh, yeah. She aged and he didn't. Yeah. And he was saved by a rat. Do you remember that? Apparently the rat's not his first appearance in the Marvel Universe. He, he was in somewhere else that I can't remember. It's a real rat. It's an actor rat. A ractor. A ractor. Oh, God damn it. You got there just before me. <laughs> Splinter. <laughs> that's, the, that's, that's his other appearance. That's his other cast. That's he is in, he is in uh, yeah, the original uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Do you have any more to say about Ant-Man? Because I want to I rush on to something else here to talk about for a bit. No, I just like it's happening. Perfect. Then, Rob... Rick and Morty, Series 4, it's back. It's been way too long. Rick, we did it! We, we got it! Hurry up, Morty, get in! Chachi! Chachi, Morty! The smartest Rick and Mortyest Morty in the universe are back. It is it is indeed back. Now, I'm not going to spoil anything for this because it's starting on Channel 4 tomorrow night, which is Finally. Wednesday, Wednesday the 20th. Now, I've seen the first episode of the series. Do you want me to tell you of this? You can find to watch it absolutely perfectly. Facebook. <laughs> You're going to laugh at this. Uh, I promise I was looking online for Rick and Morty. Uh, Pornhub. What? <laughs> the full episode, HD, uncensored. Like, <laughs> I don't understand, but that's where I watched it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not saying everybody should go out to Pornhub and type in Rick and Morty Series 4, but I'm just saying it is on there. <laughs> um, so tell me, I have to know, what were the recommended videos afterwards? Nah, you don't want to know. <laughs> you really don't want to know. I was watching it with someone and they were like, oh my god. <laughs> Oh, and that's God, only based on my viewing history I know joking joking <laughs> yeah I thought that was pretty funny but it was yeah it's all there it's uncensored as well which I don't know how they got that but anyway um, I won't ruin it for people it's uh, but I will say this it is back to its absolute best it well it really finished is, at its absolute best I did finish it it was a brilliant end actually the last series but it's I guess it's not kowtowing to any fans it's not kowtowing to too much fan service and it is also not afraid to let a, a certain subset of fans know what it thinks of them. 
Oh, that's that has me very excited. I mean, like it's 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 not you're not going to miss it, shall we say? It is very very plain and very out there. It's on the nose, very, is it? Oh, it's it's as on the nose as as you know, Rick and Morty. They can get very meta. Well, this gets very very meta. Oh Jesus! Well, let me tell you. After this, I'm gonna hang up. I'm gonna get into bed. I'm gonna boot up Pornhub, <laughs> and I'm gonna. So <laughs> <am> I. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, amazing, amazing <laughs> oh, stuff. God. Um, it's brilliant though. It really is. It's it's proper. It's proper Rick and Morty. It's everything you could kind of want in a Rick and Morty episode. Um, it's 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 crazy. It's unusual. It is what you want and not what you expect, and funny and quippy. And I just realized again how whip smart and enjoyable the show is. Because I I kind of tried to stay away from watching series three again too much because I used to just watch Rick and Morty all the time. So yeah. I did take a step back for a while, and it really just you, you straight away you're re-energized you're like, now. Essentially, in the in the show, yeah. you're back in it, and it's nice as well. You can just watch it like a regular show, just week to week. You yeah, don't have to binge it for fear that someone's going to spoil everything for you. You can just enjoy it as it comes out. Remind yep. me how the third one did the third season. The end of it did, it, did it finish with like them in the kitchen, and. Rick was uh, Jerry was back. Jerry's back, yeah. In their lives, and basically, and it's is, just that Rick, Rick is left kind of to... like with this pissed off expression on his face, and yeah. we don't know if it's the real bet and all that kind of stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Now, don't expect any of those threads to be picked up. <laughs> so... I, I, I'm not. I'm, I'm for my own sake trying to think where on earth were they, so that when I watch the start of this one, kind of what the hell am I looking at here, basically? But that sh- that sounds great. And it's it's just such typical, such random, absolute lunacy in it that you're like, this is, but just such clever, smart, quick jokes. It's just, it's brilliant. I'm so glad it's back. And I was a little bit jaded, I think. Remember I was talking about it before, but this has really renewed my fate. I'm really, really happy with it. And I cannot wait to see. Episode two is, is was already aired in America, as far as I know, but uh, it's not on Pornhub yet, so... <laughs> Now you're checking daily. <laughs> oh, I'm checking daily, yeah. I'll find it somewhere. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> oh, God. Well, um, kind of in, through the lens of TV, just by comparison, I've actually watched the first uh, episode of The Mandalorian. Have you managed to track it down yet? <laughs> you know, I didn't. And I actually looked up on Pornhub to see if The Mandalorian <laughs> was there. <laughs> oh, that's it a was pity. not. Again, I'm not going to spoil anything for you. Uh, let me put it this way. Very, this is this is very early days for this show. Very much establishing. Just I think it's this episode struck me as an episode just trying to warm you back into the idea of a, a Star Wars TV show. So everything's a little bit cautious. Just just a little bit of world building, a little bit of sights and sounds of Star Wars, just to get that energy level back up again. Um, and certainly a very interesting kind of finale to that particular episode, just to sort of now set the rest of the series in motion for you, so you know kind of all right. There's a bit of a direction now. Because you think about it, the trailers have been good in literally giving you nothing about what's happening in this show. Um, I have to say, it visually, it is so spectacular looking for a TV show. <laughs> it just feels expensive. I'm not kidding. I saw a part, yeah, that somebody was like, this is about as CG heavy as it gets. And I could literally almost see no CG. And that made me very, very happy. It looks great. A lot of practical sets as well. And you know, the, I think Star Wars, to their credit, have do a great job of blending the real and the practical stuff quite seamlessly. And this show is an absolute superb example of that. But um, look, I'm, 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 I'm not going to say much about it other than I'm going to definitely continue with it for now and see where it goes. It's great. 
actually, you know what's actually amazing as well? Like, no worries about the, the, the episodes because they've already greenlit. They hadn't even released episode one of The Mandalorian and season two had already started uh, shooting because they're so happy with it. Um, don't know how they gauged that one. But look, studios. And even through the same lens, this is insane. The Lord of the Rings series, season two got ordered for their, you know, the big budget TV yes, show. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. Amazon's answer to these big budget ones. This is their Game of Thrones. It's their Disney Plus's Mandalorian they are still mapping out just the just the story arcs for season one and all. And season two was already confirmed. Season two has already been greenlit now for that Lord of the Rings Jesus. series. And what 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 streaming service is that on? Amazon. Amazon. Okay. Jesus Christ. Uh, you would think it'd be on Middle Earth, but now it's on the to the bloody wrong to the bloody wrong part of the planet of Feckers. Jesus Christ. It's getting it is getting ludicrous though. If you want any any hope of keeping up with any of these TV shows, like I mean. The level of streaming service is absolutely outlandish. Friends is coming back and going to HBO Max. Anyways, that's all side the point. Rob, you enjoyed The Mandalorian. You recommend it, yes? I, I sort of very early days. One episode. But yeah, I think it's good so far. I do want... I know I sound so negative with Star Wars sometimes, but I do actually want to give it a chance. I want it's, it to be good. I like it because it's slower and I don't know who anybody is, so I'm enjoying that. I mean, I'm down with that. I mean, also in the realm of Star Wars, uh, the game... Jedi Fallen Order, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, Star Wars yes. Fallen Order. It's supposed to be very, very good. I can't change the past. You trespass, Jedi. But I'm done hiding. Getting rave reviews, buddy. Yeah. Rave reviews. People seem to like us. Uh, people are saying it's the best Jedi game in ages. Good long. It's just a de- it's just one long campaign, about twenty hours ish. Very dark in parts. Um, the biggest complaint I've heard, obviously, is that. Uh, to keep it a bit more younger, kid-friendly, that people don't chop to bits when you slice them with a lightsaber. I mean, I'm okay with that, I guess. I'm kind of disappointed, to be honest. Not I want to be, I want to be chopping people asunder. If I'm honest, it's the only thing I want to do, Ross. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Jack the Ripper Jedi version over here. But the, the um, feedback seems to be very positive. But like, this is by Respawn Entertainment, who did Titanfall, um, and that movie. That those games are fantastic. So, they, particularly they, Titanfall too. Oh God! Have you played that? Yes, such it's a good so, game. It's so good. It's very, it's so clever. So tight. It's so it's such a, it's a nice short campaign. Tight gameplay. Really, really like just just enjoyable. Great story. Engaging. It's the way I think games, single player games, should be now. Like yeah, just uh, digestible. First, yeah, of digestible is a great way to put it, especially for us, as we said before. And um, the thing about. Uh, Fallen Order though is that you can actually play now, I'm not going to spoil it but I've seen bits where you can play through different parts of the Star Wars mythos now the one I will say because it's kind of near the start of the game is you play like as Order 66 is given you're a kid and you kind of see what happens you know what I mean like when the stormtroopers turn on you and kind of, it looks really it looks very interesting wow. hopefully the rest of the game holds up as much as that but that part looked absolutely brilliant so mm. I will definitely get it Um, probably won't get it for a while, because I still have Resident Evil 2 to get through, but I will, I'll will i definitely get it. Just while we're on games, I just want to tell you about this, because you probably don't even know about this one. I'd be surprised. Do you know that there's a, there's a Terminator game called Terminator Resistance? Like a first the Age person of shooter. Resistance, right? Or so, I, it's something Terminator Resistance. It's like a first-person shooter. Yes, yes, yes. Where the fuck did this come out of? Um, I like... Uh, absolutely nowhere it literally <laughs> came out of nowhere but i think the reason for that is because it is supposed to be absolute shit it is again <laughs> absolutely done done like so i reckon they were like quick quick terminator fate dark fate did absolutely terrible get this game just get it Crazy out of my God, jesus we need some money james got james cameron wrote this one as well originally and now he's just like game i don't yeah. think i 
I don't think I would talk about a game. J- James, James, you were you were the lead developer on it. <laughs> you yeah, designed yeah, yeah. all of the levels. <laughs> I know the that voice acting. That, that's not me. That's definitely not me. But that's my brother, Jimmy Cameron. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm glad you said it came out of nowhere because it, it just all of a sudden seems to have been released. And I'm like, how did that not get a preview or get any sort of news or discussion anywhere online? Yeah, it just caught me off guard. I was, it just, it just was the 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 pre roll ad on a YouTube video I was watching, and I, I was just like, out now. I was like, what? Where did this come from? It and it didn't look like one. Of, I thought maybe this must be a tacky mobile game that they don't need to do a big, you know, pre release campaign for. But no, this is just a fully fledged first person shooter for PS4. It does consoles. look like an old. Uh, it looks like an old ten year old PC game, though. You know, like it, it really looks like does. Resistance on the PS3. If ever you played that one, yeah, yeah, I played it on the PSP actually. Yeah. Probably not even as good as that. I'd say this one is. And um, but the music is in it though. The old Brad Friedel team, which of course, you know, simple but effective. Simple. <laughs> oh, I love that music so much. <laughs> it's very God. distinct. It oh, is very oh. distinct. Right, Rob. Do you have? Maybe we'll try and squeeze in one more thing if you have anything. Or um, sure. Just to keep it on the topic of games, or to sort of swing it back. Um, Uncharted, the movie. There's more Again. casting news. More casting news. Okay, go for it. This is bad, by the way. <sighs> Mark Wahlberg has been cast, or is as close to being cast as Sully. Mark uh, Wahlberg. Um, so Sully is a 60-year-old man with gray hair and a mustache in the games. Mm. <laughs> I guess he'd be younger. I guess he'd be Mark Wahlberg age because this is a Tom Holland, Nathan Drake, so younger. Yeah. But like that is not a that is not a fit. And I dislike Mark Wahlberg tremendously. Yeah, and but this is the guy who did the Bumby movies, so I don't know what's happening here. Because Mark Wahlberg was attached to it when it was um, David uh, Russell directing it, and he wanted to make it like some depressing The Fighter version with just the family drama and, hey, I'm the fighter, Uncharted, bah. That's what he wanted to do. Good Christ. Okay. And that's Uncharted. what Mark Wahlberg would... Uncharted. Okay. What is... <laughs> Listen. Do you sound the old George Bush Sr. there? Yeah, I know. <laughs> this is how Mark Wahlberg was originally attached, but now he's somehow worked his way back into the project. Again, it's still early days. This probably won't be made, this movie, but it still annoys me. Um, I've always thought J.K. Simmons would be the perfect casting for Sully, but um, they're not listening to me, obviously. But, I mean, again, this has been languishing in development hell for so long. I mean, how... I don't think there's anything they can do really other than just made a, an actual standard action film which is all they should do so i don't think all the cast like mark Wahlberg in that role that's awful he's gonna probably because he's gonna soak up most of the screen time you know uh yeah it's annoying i i it's weird actually i think the person who should be certainly have a heavy hand in this just from an action sequence and a stunt standpoint i think tom cruise and his team would do a great i, I think they would do justice to just the mayhem and the kind of incredible kind of spectacular catastrophic kind of sequences that happen in the games if you want a team to come in and do it do the guys who do it for real in the movies do you know what i can actually see tom cruise as nathan drake i can see actually do you know i actually could oh god i would pay to see that that is a misstep right there i it would be jarring because he's not nathan drake because he's so famous and it's he's so famous it might you might find it distracting initially but god He'd, it'd be some bonkers film if they let him do it. And like, what else? Like, what, what else are you going to do with it? Like, I mean, you're going to put Tom Holland as a young, a young version of him. So you're never going to do Nathan Drake. Who, who are you going to get? Honestly, God, I could see Tom Cruise. I can actually see him in the role. But think how God, think of what they would do. Like, if you take 
So they did obviously spectacular action for a spy movie. Think about if this is Uncharted is based is inspired by the the bonkers and adventuring and spelunking of Indiana Jones. So Jesus, I now I, that's the version of the movie I really want to see. Now it's now nothing can live up to it basically. It's just the next logical the step, and it would be great to see him, Tom Cruise, and his team. Just to, imagine the set pieces, like because oh, it would be, be like what Uncharted is. That's what it's famous for as well. Like, you know, great story, some good action adventures are puzzling, but like it's famous for like, just like think of how the second game opens up. He's hanging from a train on the side of a cliff and like up in the Himalayas. Like it's, it's always massive in scope and scale. And obviously they can do that because it's a video game, but that, oh, that'd be brilliant. It's Tom Cruise territory. I understood that reference. Super. Okay. So I think, uh, well, I think it was said by Superman. And I think it was in Man of Steel. Oh, no, it was in Man of Steel, but I don't think it was Superman who said it, actually. So can you repeat the quote for me? There, there's, there's good in this world, and it's worth saving. And it's worth fighting for. Worth fighting for. So it was definitely Man of Steel, right? Ross, you did not understand the reference. God damn it! Okay. So there's some good in this world, and it's worth fighting for. There's some good in this world, and it's worth fighting for. I'm a little hobbit, Mr. Frodo. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> ah, you get that was the quickest mention you gave the bloody thing as well. But it, yeah, you could see how it would be in Man of Steel, though. Oh, I actually Jesus. didn't think it would end up that way. That was a good oh. impression, actually. Do that again. No, never. That's my forfeit. If I yes, <laughs> Mr. Frodo. Mr. Frodo. Awful. Mr. Frodo. <laughs> Rob, Rob, I think we're just at the end of the show. I got it we wrong, did. but whatever. I think we're just at the end of the show. Of course, we do have one more bit to go. Uh, your favorite little bit. Oh, are you ready for this? <laughs> I, I, I'm never ready, but I'm always excited. Rob, Diddly it's time for whistleblowers. Whistleblowers. Oh, I thought I had it, and now I'm confused because that actually suddenly for a second sounded like Lord of the Rings or The Hobbit or something. Do it again. Cool, you know it. Big dance hit in the early 90s. (laughs) From a movie? I can't. You can come on, read it with your mouth. You give up? Is it Braveheart? It's Braveheart. I don't. I. That is so weird. I thought that that's what it was at the start, and I was like, now it's Lord of the Rings. There you go, Braveheart. Oh, now see that little trill you did it there was the best that's the telling that's okay the... it is not easy to do Rob okay? <laughs> it's very very not easy to do <laughs> that one was left that's out of left field that one I was not expecting that <laughs> they've been so mainstream up, up until this point I, I no. I said I'd throw one curveball in somewhere to be fair you might as well do something that's kind of Irish or Celtic inspired since you're using it in whistles so that, that is that is extraordinarily true next next week is going to be Camp Town races <laughs> me so lasso me so lasso oh jeez <laughs> Right, Rob, let's do the Ross Fact, Rob Fact for next week. So give us our little intro again there, Rob. Rob Fact, Ross Fact, Rob Fact, Ross 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 F
Sure. Okay, so my Rob fact this week is David Prose, uh, the the man within the Darth Vader suit in the original um, Star Wars trilogy, was cast as Superman in the 1978 film, but he had to bow out due to scheduling conflicts. Now, my Ross fact this week is that Phil Lord and Christopher Miller, who directed Into the Spider-Verse, also directed Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Actually, they wrote it, not directed. Whatever. But basically, the Flusterswindler, which is the food-making device from Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, actually makes an appearance in Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, Christ on a bike. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, can you believe it? Well, Ross, we we diddled and we scallywagged and we danced our way to the end of yet another episode. What number we is this? Did. This is 21. 21, man. Can you believe it? No. We're old enough to, to drive or something. I don't know. <laughs> Jesus. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> Rob, where, where can the good folks find us? <laughs> Let's ignore what I just said there. Well, much like you right now, you can find us all over the shop. Um, <laughs> um, we're <coughs> the, the the main listening uh, venues are um, Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, um, uh, ooh, tune tune in. Um, oh, the one that the, the Podchaser. Podtail, Podchaser, Podtail. How did I forget about Podtail? Two notes is the newest one I find. You know what, Rob? You can find us anywhere good podcasts are played because that's, that's it. very true. Um, want to say thanks to the Pod Nation guys as usual. We're all we're all getting our podcast tweeted and retweeted and having the good chats and all that crack. So thanks to the everybody. The good there. chats, the good crack. It's it's that's great stuff. Yeah, we're we're on Twitter at uh, at Cap Understands. We got a website which is CapUnderstands.com. Uh, if you want to give us an email, it's the lads at capunderstands.com. <laughs> oh, it's laugh. Lots and lots and lots of Cap Understands, guys. But basically, get in touch. Uh, hope you enjoyed the show. Hope you are enjoying the show. Yeah, I continue to do so. Yeah, I guess so. That's all there's left to say is that uh, uh, I've been Rob. I've been Ross. And uh, this has been I Understood That Reference. Uh, thanks for listening, gang. You've been a mighty bunch. Thanks, everybody. Sorry about that uh, weird 21 comment. Yeah, that's still kind of haunting me a little bit here. <laughs> I mean, I, I've got, there's got to be more, but you look, what can you do, huh? 21, and now we're old enough to, to try. <laughs> this is what I play the music over this bit. I know. Uh, he's back on Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs>